0: Ah, Star Wars Nothing but Star Wars Give me those Star Wars
1: don't let them end. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. This obviously is a Star Wars episode, so I'm here with my man Matt. What up, Matt? What up, Jim? What up? And we have two books. We don't usually do two books, but we ended up, Having Afra this week. And also, what I was told was one of the most important, if not the most important, Star Wars book of the year. It actually says that in the solicit, Star (laughs) Wars Revelations. And it says, and I told you last week, it says what, you know, the new thing's going to be and how they're going to go forward because we've been speculating, oh my God, what are they going to do once we're done with this hidden empire? We get to Return of the Jedi, what will be next? And yet, when we get to the Star Wars Revelations second, It's more of a little recap, a little spoiling, what's Mm going to come up real quick. And I don't, I don't get it, but we're going to start with Afra, Dr. Afra. And we've been enjoying the book enough. I always say this, but we were pretty positive (laughs) for a while. Definitely. Yeah. When I saw a lot of people falling off the book, we were trying to remain positive. And then I don't know, this whole eternal spark deal has lasted way too long. It hasn't been that great. Rules seem to change, if we even have any rules. And now we get... It, it doesn't end here. I saw the one review. It's like, oh, it's a great, solid ending. It ends this phase to mm-hmm. then go off to the next phase. But I don't know that by the end, I, I felt that satisfied for all of the time we've been spending with it. But it is Dr. Afra number 26. Seems like they're really pushing these out, and yet it's still behind. In the numbering of the others But maybe it was because it came out a little later But it is written by Alyssa Wong Art by Minkyu Young uh, Colors by Rachel Rosenberg Letters by V.C.'s Joe Carmagna. And I have a brand new monitor Bigger monitor It has a lot better resolution Everything going And I can still barely read What they (laughs) have here with this stupid Let's pretend it's chiseled into You know, the Rosetta Stone here Which I need maybe to translate it Drives me nuts every time. I was telling you before, and then I start reading. I have problems reading anyway. And then I gotta do this. <laughs> Friends and enemies. You, you notice it doesn't say and fathers, because I don't know what the hell happened to afra's father at all. <laughs> I, I don't know that guy is He's M-I-A. gone. IA, he is gone. <laughs> As a spark possessed Dr. Avra sought ascendant tech aboard the vermilion flagship of Crimson Dawn, the true Aphra found herself trapped with her own memories. In this mental prison, Aphra encountered Miro the creator of the spark eternal one of the best things that has happened so far we like meryl what are you doing with meryl what are you doing in that of the mind she is kind of just twiddling her thumbs and saying hey i think i can escape this way nope i think i can escape that way nope i'm (laughs) telling you even the idea of just spark possessed dr afer sought ascendant tech Came to the Vermilion to get all of this. And the timing feels weird too, because they're on a ship that in the current books is blown to hell. So let we'll the, you know, go and push that aside. But <laughs> trying to get this ascended tech, and then by the end, basically says, Well, I got enough. I'm going to head off. I'm not even going to grab half the stuff here because I got the null sword. That's what I really wanted. That really came more from the mind than anything else. It's crazy. Well, I was Spark acquired. Meryl's uh Sith Killing Null no, Blade, there you go. Sonostarus and her team of Afra associates recruited the two murderous droids, B T one, Triple Zero and Reach the Vermilion. In an effort to divide the team, the Spark tempted co fund Ferris with power, but instead sprung their trap. Afra's allies have finally cornered the Spark, but the fight has only just begun. There's Dominic the, Tag there. She's still just in that, you know, still hanging in. row. there. no reason. But yeah, you go in here and the attack is on and it goes back and forth. You end up having the spark eternal infused deal of Afra pretty much becomes, I can do whatever I want. I can end up, I have broken legs. That means nothing to me. I just touch it, zip, zap, zoop, and no more broken leg. Because, you know, it's robotic. And it just, everything in this just really seems pushed to get to an ending. That first off, me and you rolled our eyes at When we get to that Mm -hmm. But also, you gotta get Aphra off by herself She's gonna end up off by herself With the droids And that's the only reason they showed up at all And it just, everything felt forced Everything felt like this should have ended Issues ago And you're just meandering And you have to come to an end So what you're gonna end up doing Is having some little personal moments But even those felt forced And Alyssa Wong We said she is taking advantage, I think, fully of a bunch of tech and and even, you know, sort of legend, whatever the deal may be to to just fudge everything. I mean, she could do whatever she wants, because all she says then is spark eternal. That's all there are no rules. Yeah, you're right. It's like a lot of times that books with magic, you'll do this or even, you know, a flash over yet. Speed Force does this all the time as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anything that happens, it just ends up being, oh well, it's explained because you don't have to explain it. It's the Spark Eternal, even at a point where Kofan Ferris starts getting her gauntlets controlled. And the the, the idea of this, here's what happens. <laughs> the Spark Eternal claims, okay, anything that I touch, I can then control, especially yep. Ascendant Tech, right? That's the big thing. Mm-hmm. But yet she doesn't touch it. What she does this, this is like a, you know, it reminds me. It's a funny play in sports. This reminds me, me and you are both Eagles fans. Yep. It reminds me of the idea. The Eagles lose in the first round of the playoffs to the Cowboys. Then the Cowboys oh. go and win the Super Bowl. And then we say, if we beat the Cowboys, we would have won the Super Bowl. Doesn't yeah. work that way. <laughs> That's it. You're jumping. So what you have here is you have Kovan Ferris pick up the null sword, can't lift it up, drops it. And then when you have Afra with the, she picks it up. She says, well, since you touched the sword and then I grabbed the sword, that means I touched your gauntlet. So now I can – that doesn't make any sense. Not really. It not. makes no sense. Just – you're already fudging it. So just <laughs> – why fudge it in a complicated manner? And then just says, now I can control them and all – she ends up doing with that control is throwing the rest of the team like three feet away, as it ends up grabbing onto the magnetism of their gauntlets, gloves, whatnot. Their weapons that seems to yeah. go a little bit against what we saw at the beginning at one yeah, point. Yeah, because you said it used to have to have magnet. Yeah, you used to, to have them. these separate magnets because even when you had body parts up in the air, there you had these magnets attached. It yeah, wasn't just metal. Maybe that was because it wasn't metal. The de- but. Even when, remember, when they went into that base underneath the school, she had set them up on columns. Like, she had to do this ahead of time. And we thought that's what made these things kind of silly. Because we said it's not even even close. It's like one of those toys that they're trying to simulate something. But, no, that doesn't even feel like the foot. You're setting up these magnets and stuff. Yeah, so now Kofan Ferris is basically Magneto. Yeah, so yeah, there she Power goes, set. but she's being controlled to do yeah. this, but all it does is send the team flying away and maybe get them a little mad at Kofan Ferris, but they seem to realize that she's being controlled anyway. She's yelling, no, don't, I'm not doing this, please, and yelling for some of these characters, but even there, when she's like, Detta! You know, and you're like, man, we didn't really do much with her, did we? A lot no. of these the, these associates, they, they did nothing. They just kind of got in the ship and went to where they were going and kind of hung out. So it's kind of lame there. But in that, you will eventually have Afra slash Spark Eternal whisper into Kofan Ferris's ear to maybe help out when they go off to do the old Fermata Cage that will come up a bunch of times in this podcast but we have to go of the mind afra who's with meryl and if you don't know meryl's like this bat girl who ended up being the leader the ascendant made the spark eternal all these things where that's cool but you don't do much with them you have that at one point you do have afra say that the one thing the spark eternal will care for is meryl so Mm -hmm. i think that That's going to be the be all end all. Is you're going to either like almost pretend they're hostage, or just hey they're dying and you're going to have to do something about it. And the Spark Eternal will try to save them, but we'll have to see. But at this point, I like where Aphra's like, I'm getting out of here, and I I guess she thinks she could just use a lightsaber to cut her way out of the mind. (laughs) Like I don't think that works that way. Yeah, no chance. So while that's happening, though. You have a couple crazy things go on. First off, you end up having triple zero of BT1 going full out attack. Afra, and I keep saying Afra, you just have to remember the spark eternal It's still her body though. They light her on fire and they don't care. They, no. they end up there like that's a bonus because even when the spark eternal says, Oh man, you're attacking me because BT1 just <laughs> sets her on fire, which I would think might short out some of the things, but like, Oh my God. Don't you realize if you kill me, you also kill Afra. <laughs> and I think it is triple zero is just like, man, that's a bonus. Like <laughs> That's yeah. kind of what we're, we're all about. Uh, and, yeah, the attack's on. So when that happens, you do then have Magna get all fired up, throw off her coat as if that is revealing. And the art's good in this, but it's one of those things. Magna has the tattoos, has the tech tattoos. And I love the idea that she has to throw the coat off as if that needed to happen, but that's yeah, just you so we can see the tattoos. Uh-huh. I wish that they were a little more pronounced in the art. Like they're there, but it's not one of those things where the coat came off. I'm actually sitting there where you already know that she has metal arms. So when the coat comes off, I'm like, were they trying to show that she also has like full? I'm, I'm like, oh, well, it's the tattoos. But it didn't really play out very well. She runs up behind Afra Spark Eternal, puts her hands on her head like she's some Vulcan or something, and then ends up of the mind, it goes in the mind. She's like, I didn't want to have to do this. How does she know she can? And what exactly is she doing? Again, this is that thing where Alyssa Wong, it's, it's wacky, where all of a sudden, you know, Magna's just of the mind, in with Afra, only and only to kind of have a little bit of a, Hey, sorry what happened. Let's smooch quick. That's all it is. This is man yeah, service 100% for people who read before and know they were dating. They had problems. Even when you end up having <laughs> Magnus starts trying to explain, Alyssa Wong's trying to explain the idea. Why do you have those tattoos still? She's like, you know what? I should have gotten rid of these tattoos, but I just couldn't do it. Like, oh yeah, okay. That that's a, it reminds me of Johnny Depp when he had the Winona Ryder or Winona tattoo and changed it to Wino. Yeah. I'm like, that that's classy there, Johnny. But yeah, the, the whole deal is like, Hey, uh, it's nice to see you here, but you're gonna have to get out now, boom, she's out. They don't even talk really. What is no, it? You? Uh, you know, and then I think you can't tell sometimes where maybe it's the Spark Eternal taking over. It's it's wacky. But all that is, is so they could kiss, so that you could be like, oh, man, that's so great. I wanted this yeah. for so long. Maybe they can get back together later. We'll see. I don't know. Uh And when that happened, the funny thing that I thought was, oh, yeah, Sana, Storos. Not that they were, Sana and her are going to date, but it's been Sana with her as this, like, you know, me and you, buddy, buddy, team up. Like, now it yeah. feels like, okay, when this is all said and done, Sana... You just go off and do your own thing, because I'm going to go find Magna again, and we'll get that duo going. I I felt bad that suddenly SANA became the third wheel, without even knowing it, of the mind. (laughs) And then you go back, and it's just fighty, fighty, (laughs) things going on here. And so you end up where the biggest threat is Triple Zero and BT-1. They've already said they will kill Afro. We don't want that, but like you said... It's goofy because we know they're not going to do that, right? Exactly. I mean, unless yeah. this book is going to not only get canceled right now, which we know that's not happening, but also that they would just get rid of Afra, then yeah, then I'd be like, oh my God, there's tension here. Afra might die. Mm-hmm. We know that's not going to happen. It's just not. And I just thought, it's just the idea too is if Afra does kind of able to do something of the mind or somebody else, wouldn't they just have to short out her tattoos? And that might actually cause everything to, you know, revert. I don't yeah, know restart. that the Spark can really continue in Aphra's body without those tattoos. But I don't know. They end up where you know, the the droids, the, you know, fan favorite droids. Again, a lot of fan service anyway of them just being here. They end up there attacking. And the only thing that the Spark Eternal can do then is get the Null Sword. And kill them, right? Man, like they yeah, she stabs them right through. She them, yep. stabs right through triple zero, and it's a double shot because then it goes in and hits BT one behind him. I don't know why, in my mind, I think that more of the damage is to BT one because it really hits him right where it hurts. Right in there. the middle. Yeah, I can say that a killer protocol droid getting it through that wiry gut, you know. And if you don't know, and you're you're not. Triple Zero is basically C-3PO gone evil. Same with BT-1 being R2-D2. That was the fun of it. They're Sith droids, but I I think that you know I could sit there saying BT or Triple Zero might be able to kind of go, but I don't know for some reason BT-1 gets hit right there. But this ends up where you're like, oh my god, she got rid. Oh no, the sword actually turns you into. Ascendant controlled uh, Spark eternal so controlled wacky, deal yeah. Like what? Like, that's what you're doing here? Like It ends up where the sword stabbing in Seems to make a techno virus That ends up taking over the droids Where they don't seem Different, they just seem To just be on her side then Like yep. alright, well I, I have A feeling that you only had to You know, kind of talk to these droids for a second You could have done this anyway they're real sus these droids. If you just said, "Hey, I'm going to go and I'm going to try to kill the Emperor and Darth Vader and Afra," and all, hey, we're in like the sign right up. awesome, yeah. right? But <laughs> yeah, yeah. So these the stabbing made that again forced, and it's like, "Yes, Master Spark." Which also, as a side note, when we get to this Revelations book next, it seems like one of the big things coming up is a robot revolution so maybe this all ties in with that as well i don't know i don't know because just (laughs) in this book and now this is where i sat there i'm where's the dad like where? where is the point where you would have thought if you're gonna get the dad where is that moment of shelly it's me your father and you see that afra kind of breaks out of the control for a second because there's her dad and maybe even kill him i don't know but you know, there's nothing Yeah he's, no, he's gone you, Yeah you don't see anything So you're going on with this And yeah you end up with the idea That this Afro slash Spark Eternal Now is just going to go through Everybody rip through them Even you know Kofan Ferris Is trying to stop it Whispers something into their ear And at that moment I mean this whispering is so big That Kofan just I'm out I Turns around I'm out of here I'm gonna go and do my thing, Crimson Dawn forever. None of your business. Go to hell and just leaves. And so yep. the big deal then is all right, we got this deal. And yeah, you end up having the Spark Eternal says all right, let's go, droids. We're out of here. We're gonna go do our thing. We're gonna find out what Crimson Dawn's doing. All these other things that I'm interested in gets in the ship, goes off. But before she leaves, they end up planning a bomb. You know, in the ship in Sona's ship It's the edge Hawk, I believe is the deal And they end up where plants the bomb And blasts off The rest of the team goes running to get On the ship and as you have Afra Spark Eternal go off Presses the button blows up the ship Behind him there's no way they're dead I mean really no there, chance, There's no, no way I, I, If Some of these but you know, you have Sana there. They're, they're all the safe in ones. the cockpit. They're just going to be wherever they are. I like the dads there that all of a sudden he shows up. Now. Yeah, there he is. You're right. They're like, well, what'd you do there? Telly Savalas. Kojak back there doing nothing. Like Maybe he, did, he, I he was know. supposed to be protecting the ship. But he let somebody come plant a bomb. He's outside the ship when they're running in as if he ran, maybe ran down the ramp and said, come on, get in, get in where was he if that was the case his one job was to watch the ship yeah this then bom- bombs i mean you see this <laughs> this room i mean how did they they have that much time to do that plus they run in almost feels like they have to run past those bombs to get to the cockpit because yeah. there, there's a door i don't know where they're going into there I, what did they do run past them like what are those red beeping things eh, we don't got time for that ran in they they almost probably tripped over them it's that much and they're beeping and nobody sees it. <laughs> the Cabrera, brain red. They blow up but the like They deserve they said, to blow up. <laughs> yeah, the cockpit, that's you know, it probably sealed the door and and they're fine. But they're probably stranded for a while, which works out because yeah. you want to kinda get out there and you do end up having the Spark Eternals basic deal of let's go kill some Sith That's what they're all about. But I think that eventually Meryl who created all this of the mind will kind of plead. This isn't what you're supposed to be. You're better than this. Oh my God. I'm dying. I don't want to die. You know, that sort of thing. And I would say by the end, just as a guess that the spark eternal deal, it will be transferred to something so that that Meryl can't won't die, even though it's kind of, you know, not really a person alive, but yeah. the whole AI will be transferred to something that Afro will continue to have. We'll, we'll see. But Maybe I the tattoos. That, I think Meryl is too cute to actually go forever. And like I said, I think that you're going to end up where Alyssa Wong, some of the stuff that she does, that Iron Fist ended in one of the worst cliffhanger ways ever, where everybody lost, but we're pretty much celebrating like they won. This, mm-hmm. I, I think that it's going to end up being... You know, not the redemption, but you'll end up that spark eternal, be sympathetic. Oh, I just wanted to do this and I wasn't. And then we'll just end up in something else, reunited with its mother, Meryl. But as it is now, though, it was kind of a wreck. We're done, kind of, but we still have Afra possessed. I think this all also has to do that with Hermata Cage, that you end up co-fund Ferris going off because that is a, you know, a ascendant thing as well, so we'll end up seeing out how, how that yeah. works out. But I don't know. What would you give this? I'm really, uh, you know, tired of the ascendant stuff and the spark eternal and all that. I mean, it's it's still probably a seven for me, but we got to get past this. It's, yeah, I'm a six. I'm I'm one okay. point lower. I like the art, uh, but yeah, we have to get past it. And then when you go and you see in this revelations that we're going to do next, when you see that one of the most important things going on. Is this Ascendant stuff Yeah, like, that's kind really, of disappointing Like yeah. it's really, really It it just hasn't played out very well And it just, at points it was cool But then it's not The rules go all over the place And overall we kept saying stuff like Well, if the Emperor found out about this Well, he found out a little too late With this Spermata Cage But I still think that with what's going on With the Spark Eternal once you have that, may have alerted the Emperor as well. When that Armada cage hit, he definitely felt that tremor in the Force, and I think maybe something would have went on with this. But we'll go to this Revelations. We're not going to go fully you know, page for page because there's spoilers in this, especially if you're a Bounty Hunters fan. Mm -hmm. And if you're reading that stuff with balance, it really does spoil it, but that's how it works. Star Wars Revelations number one, written by Mark Guggenheim. And you have a lot of art. You have Salvador LaRocca and Guru FX almost doing the, you know, this book ends deal where you yep. do have Darth and the Eye of the Webish Fog. They're doing like the, hey, what's going on? Well, let me show you with visions. And then you go off to individual stories that tie in all the books. But that art is really good. What we used to get in Darth. In Darth, Darth Vader. Uh, yeah, and it so looks good. great. So good. Harry Perez and Dono sanchez Almara come in. They do a couple things. Then you get Emma Cubert, Wayne hmm. Foucher, and Dona Sanchez Almara, and it is some of the worst art that I've seen in a Star Wars book since we started doing this. It is—I mean, seriously—if I'm Mark Hamill, I might actually be calling my lawyer. Defamation I mean, of character—that it's almost slander somehow. Yes, yeah, visual slander <laughs> is what happens. He looks like a monstrosity here. He looks at points like Sloth from the Goonies. Then of like. He has this one eye that's so Huge then in the next panel That same eye is squinny. Oh it makes no sense But we'll get to that uh, Justin Mason and Dono Sanchez Amara on a couple other pages Paul Fry and Dono Sanchez Omara on some others there's a ton Of artists in this and most of it looks Pretty good but then I'm yeah. sitting there I'm I don't know all Of the artists in the world right But I recognize When I'm going through this, sitting there thinking, wait a second, those aren't the people that we usually say for these books. Why did you get the artists that you do the books, end up doing the art of their sections? Why, when you go to Afra didn't we get Minky Young, who does the Afra Mm -hmm. art? Maybe you don't, maybe they're busy, but I don't know. The solicit says this is the most important book of the year. Uh, Ah, V.C.'s Ariana Mayer on letters, so. We go into this. Should I read this recap? I mean, there is a recap. That's up to you. It's pretty long. It's very long. I, it, basically, it, it recaps everything that has happened up until now. So if you haven't been reading the books, maybe get this issue and read it. If you have been reading it, you're just going to say, I know all I mean, all it would this. be a good starting point, I guess, to jump into the event. What you're doing is you want to get people caught up for the Crimson Dawn, that the, the whole hidden empire. That's what you're doing here. Yeah, Uh, It's weird though because this hidden Empire I I don't know It doesn't feel like anybody Thinks it's that big right now It's just the next thing of the crimson Dawn in my mind but it's Bigger than those others because In this you do have this Issue which we didn't have much Of anything like this before so I don't Know I I guess but Why call it revelations And why point out that this is going To be of the dream world Sith deal of Premonitions and possible futures. Just recap everybody to what's going on, please. But you have Darth. He's talking to the eye of Webbish Bog, which already you're going to have problems with because you don't like that thing. No, I don't. You're on Mustafar, and really, whatever happens on Mustafar should stay on Mustafar (laughs) because it's a monstrosity of a planet. You got the lava all over the place now. You got the eye of webbish fog going. Darth's there. I swear to God, if you are on Mustafar, especially as much as he is, don't have a cape. That thing is going to catch on fire. You're going to end up dipping it in the lava. It's going to cause a lot of problems. And then, seriously, I think that Darth himself then goes into complete PTSD and shuts down. I mean, the idea that he's on fire there would really kill him. But you end up where he's talking to the eye of webbish fog. Oh, I. Tell me what's going on. And uh, I have Webbish is going to start telling riddles, going to start showing possible futures. This is not what Darth Vader needs. I think Darth's like, listen, the Emperor's already talking halfway out of the side of his mouth all the time. Anyway, <laughs> nobody can end up really just coming clean with me and telling please, just tell me what's going to go on. straight. But, yeah, we get these... Potential futures But I think all of them are going to happen For the most part Until we get to a spread page Where I think it's all nonsense Which leaving me to something I was going to ask you uh, Last week But I'll I'll, I'll try to remember that at that page But a lot of this Is setting up From the past Into now the present and the future That there is going to be This rebellion of droids And at one point, I think Darth even says, why the hell do I care about a droid rebellion? I'm with you, Darth. I'm wondering myself because we're getting so close to the, you know, return of the Jedi. And so what I think though is you need something for the bounty hunters book, the Afro book, because you point all these into being part of it. I think they might be dealing with that while we do a little return of the Jedi, but we even talked about it. It's funny because we say, Oh, man, the return of the Jedi. The, the whole return of the Jedi, though, how long in time does that take? I mean, I'm talking movie. Is yeah. that a month, two months? Is it a week, a hot weekend? You know, it's not that long. It's not years. No. It's no, just no. a final battle. So you got to set some things up. And it's really this droid that you had this AI back in the day. This droid became and It started to rebel. It went against the, you know, the Jedi. Ended up fighting them. Some big ones involved too, as well. All this stuff going where you end up having its AI core being lost to time. It ends up in Han and Chewie's hands. Han thinks it looks real cool. It looks like a Death Star. You know, he thinks it's like a toy. He's spinning it around. He's spinning it around this thing. It's like one of those where sometimes you'll have this where you find out it's like an atomic bomb and he's spinning it around like a basketball. He's like, he's the Harlem Globetrotters. But it says in this, which makes me laugh, what they did was they buried it. They buried it deep. Now, first off, Hans seems to bury it in the middle of a road. Whether it's yep. a paved road or nothing, it's a path, it's still a road, it's a road yeah. right? A road. Yep. Buries it, how, how much do we think? Three feet, maybe? No, I, I, I think, think three inches, inches. Six, yeah. six inches at the it's most. At the most. I mean, I'm surprised this thing is It's going to get washed away in a storm. So he buried it deep. Like, if they're actually doing this thinking, and I, I wonder if it's one of those things where if we saw this scene, is somebody else after it and they have to like ditch it for a second? And then Han says, oh, if we bury it deep, Shui, we're going to have to dig it up again. And I'm a lazy man, so let's just hit it here. Maybe they're going to come back quickly, but they don't. I don't know, but it's not very deep. Because we've never seen this. We don't know anything about this. We're assuming it happens in the uh, Han Solo Chibak Yeah, that's about. what we said. Uh, the weird play, too, then, is it's sending out a signal because all of a sudden this robot with a shovel shows up. He's just running down the road right to it and, and digs it up. And it said the spark that had burned for over 200 years remained lit. I'll tell you right now, when I was reading this, and they kept saying spark, spark it was starting to annoy me, like, well, come on, we already... But then it ties in. I mean, it's part of, you know, the Ascendant is going to be part of this. But you end up having this robot takes it off to have it be a body redone it seems like almost like the Knights of Ren seem like a cult of that this seems like the cult of the Ajax Sigma droid they are all in these robes and they're rebuilding him they restored his mind and the spark of freedom glows brighter this is going to be I think robot Jesus that he's going to (laughs) come out here and say listen everybody follow me Let's go. Let's take this stuff. And everybody's, all the robots will start to worship them and stuff. So you end up with that going. You go, and there's a spark of a different kind. And boom, we go to see Afra stuff. And again, it's just this quick stuff. We just talked about the book. In this, you see Afra with triple zero and BT1. And like, hey, you know, let's go. It must suck to be in a human body. Yeah, it does kind of suck. Oh, no, what's wrong? And you see that she's going to have some problems there. And we'll see how that plays out. All these things. What's I could see people thinking that that triple zero is actually that droid based on the transition from. Because if you don't know who these characters are, you might think that's just the and droid. And if you that. don't know, this is where I was going to say earlier. If you think this is going to like really be that recap that makes you like, all oh, right, it's not. It's caught between in my mind. Yeah, like it's it, a little it bit of It doesn't show you enough. Of the, but it doesn't give us anything really that new. Like this scene here could legitimately be taking place three seconds after what we just read in Afra. And it doesn't really do much. It just shows you, Oh no, something's gone wrong with my tattoos. And that's where I said, I think that's what's going to happen. But I think that the Spark Eternal tattoos, because they're robotic, they're going to be drawn in with this whole Ajax Sigma yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. But if that's the case, why isn't Triple Zero and BT One being affected right now? We'll have to see. But I think that that's going to be the play. That Avra, because of that, Spark Eternal is going to be kind of controlled a bit by this robotic droid Ajax Sigma. Well, I, I, I don't know. I'm not that interested in that though. It, it just <laughs> seems like this this issue is a bit of a slog to get through, and everything it points out, almost like, well, we'll see when we get there. It nothing really. Gives me any spark, Eternal But yeah, then you have Darth Vader And he's like, okay, he found out And then the premonition A premonition of something we saw a month ago The whole idea that this cage has been Used, this is what we Saw in the whole Hidden Empire number one Where they are trying, the Crimson Dawn are trying to bring back an ancient Sith that was lost out of time That's all we get again, we see that Scene pretty much again And then we see it again at the end of the issue. So, you you know, get used to that scene. And really, (laughs) the best thing is that, you know, the Emperor, with anything that he should have on his mind, he's worried about what happened to Vader's helmet. Hey, what happened to the helmet, dude? Yeah, he's a little too concerned about it. Like, he's like almost like a parent. Like, what's wrong with your, what what happened to your really. It's almost like he got his Sunday best to go to church. Yeah. and came out like, "Oh my God, when'd you rip your pants?" Yeah, what happened to your pants? Don't worry about it. And then you <laughs> go on. I'm like, "That's really odd." Uh, then we go off to Spoiler City. I think that should be the placard there of telling us where we are. Yeah, it should say it at the top. Now entering Spoiler City. I, I don't even. I don't even want to talk fully about this because yeah. it spoils the biggest mystery that we had going on, and a cool idea that me and you have been going back and forth trying to figure out what's happening with Valance. In the whole Bounty Hunters book We really, again This is supposed to be a Possible future, I think it's 100% And it looks like Valance is in trouble And I'll just say, his sexy Face is gone, especially Because the art is terrible Here, I mean, you have the one Point where they show Valance And I don't know, he's like bending Different ways, like Beckham He's there getting attacked by (laughs) Bosk, and Bosk's hands look Weird, I mean, everything Everything looks odd. And then you go to the Star Wars stuff with Luke. Yeah. And he looks horrendous. It, the thing is, I ended up reading it, and I actually made a collage of the faces of Luke to make you laugh. And then right when you got on, that's what you were going to because Because it's the thing. It sticks out so bad that it. It pulls you out of the issue. What every, everything else on the page looks great, except for Luke's face. It doesn't make Way any sense. Which, it's the eyes. And then the face gets all mangled, but his mouth. I, is like, I didn't even include the one that you see right away where he's like, both the eyes are wide open. When he goes, the source is nearby. <laughs> his hair looks cool. His outfit looks cool. But it's it's the face and the eyes especially. And what they're doing there, it's, it's funny, too, at this point. I mean, I know that Luke is Luke, and he's done some great things, right? But they are actually escorting the rebellion armada to the next day. And Luke in the middle of it goes, you know what? I just sensed something. I think it's kind of like when Alderaan went down. And I'm telling you, that is not the nicest thing to say to Princess Leia at this point. No, it's she, just, just, she just goes,
0: oh, oh, oh. It's, just, it's just too much. It's a bad yeah, thing exactly. to say. Yeah, exactly.
1: Because he says, it's like when Ben ended up sensing all those innocent lives that died on Alderaan. <laughs> and I went away. You mean like my mom and dad? You son of a bitch. My whole life. I'd love it if she just like, and runs off. And then Luke's like, the hell did I say? And Chewbacca, he's just, they don't know. (laughs) They're not good friends or relatives, right? And then there's Lando's like, Luke's like, time for Lando to get involved. He goes, off. see, that's a fun issue. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he's like, you know, when Alderaan blew up. You remember that? I don't know if you remember that. Alderaan, you familiar with that planet? And so I think that she's in shock from hearing this and then just says, all right, even though we're escorting the whole rebel fleet, what's left of it? Yeah, we'll, we'll take a detour and we'll go off because he said he sensed innocent life, not as many as Alderaan because boy, Leia, tons <laughs> of people died when Alderaan went down, but just enough. So we go off and it ends up where you go to droid factory. Where they have Ajax Sigma, all this stuff where they're getting bodies, killing them, they're doing all this stuff. And when Luke goes down in there, there's Ajax Sigma. He's got a cool coat. I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. What, what does a robot need a coat for? He, he doesn't, what does he get the chills? <laughs> He's there, but I think it's like, that looks kick ass. He puts it on, and him and Luke go back and forth, and you go back with, hey, you killed innocent people. They were not innocent. Yes, they were. They didn't want to fight. They attacked me first. Yeah, but you went on their ship. They did it outside. It's like <laughs> the, the, he said, she said, deal. It's like, contrarian. It's, like, it's like the craziest people's <laughs> court. <right>? Where's <laughs> Judge Wapner? Yeah, it's just like, hey, I don't go by your rules. We are <laughs> robots, and we will take over the world. And then attacks. I like when it just jumps at loop and then Luke's fighting. It's got some cool... Like gauntlet stuff And it is kind of deflecting The lightsaber Then it's, you get that weird line And this is where I had problems with some And also when you see Luke smile I'm like, What the hell is that It looks like an old lady A Jedi I was afraid my dreams yeah. of killing one were dashed Your presence here is an unexpected gift I'd been informed the Jedi were extinct And then he says Don't worry they still are Is that shade against I, himself? I, I don't know I'm like, yeah. Isn't it? A, I had to you read just, that like three times. I didn't know what he was I saying. actually thought there was something wrong there. Where he's yeah. like, oh, does he think because he's going to die? He hasn't read the book enough because he's been reading <laughs> that book. He's just not there. Is it like I? I thought it would be. Don't worry, we're reborn. Yeah. Don't something. worry. You know, be happy. We're still here. Yeah. I don't know. Or nothing. So like, I thought the Jedi were extinct, and the, you know, our deaths were exaggerated, like that whole yeah. deal. Something, <laughs> but. Don't worry, they still are. It's weird. It's a weird line. I didn't like look. it. I I didn't either. And then I like where he slashes Ajax Sigma, who then like ah and limps away. And then he's like, you know, stand down and be destroyed. I think there is a third option. <laughs> Just this whole play is going on, and we didn't even say it, but the whole thing is the Eye of Webish Fog is telling a riddle to Darth Vader, and it's first comes for the metal. Then for the muddle, and then in the end, the mind, I'm like, all right, we'll have to see what that's all about because that's crazy. But then when you go to this next page, you have a spread page. And I think that the funny play of this is, is that you have them writing, Mark Guggenheim's writing this, and he said, you know, this is a possible future. Well, everything we've seen right now, I'm telling you 100%, we're saying that is, it's all going to happen. So you have to do something so that afterwards we don't just say, What the heck is going on here You said this was possible, it all went So let's get what I think We should get at some point I wish they did some more What if Star Wars stuff I wish we had more, and this Actually ends up, and I thought that last week And like, what if we had What if Luke didn't destroy the Death Star What if, you know, Han did What if, like all these different Fun things would be really neat If they took like a, a month or so And just had you know, what if, this is the what if Star Wars Mm movie. And you see this page where I think a lot of this is that. And I think you're like, it might be the coolest page in the book. Like you have Sabe who's putting on Darth Vader's helmet. You're like, oh, crap, I want to see what's going on there. Or even where you you have Macbeth C-3PL who has the helmet of Darth looking at it. That's pretty cool. You end up seeing Han, Carbonite. Yeah, Kira kills the Emperor. Yeah, Kira killing the Emperor. Uh, There is that whole deal. And I guess maybe we'll see a little, because there's the Fermata cage right next to that. Do you think that she'll end up taking that Sith deal into? I, I don't know, but we still know that the Emperor won't die there anyway. But maybe he. it'd be weird if he plays Possum. I don't think the Emperor would do that. He might, but, and then just zaps her. And then you feature. have G 88 around, you have all these. But yeah, you see this page. And, yeah, I, and you got uh, Aphra making out with, we think, Domina Tag. Yeah, Domina Tag. And then you have Forlom and Zuckus pretending they're Batman and Robin. <laughs> 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 when Jason Todd <laughs> died. It, it's so <laughs> funny, but I'd like to see some what if. I think that would be really cool. But I wanted yeah, that the people would really think these things through. You know what I mean? I don't need nonsense stuff. Uh, but yeah, or like what if uh, Amidala lived? didn't die, like stuff like that i think would be kind of cool uh and then darth we go back to darth with the eye of Webishbog, and he's like don't play games with me i don't like these riddles i'm now gonna kill you e.t because that's who he looks like when he's close up he looks like e.t 100 and it yeah makes his laugh. head looks like e.t the rest of him is just a yeah once once you get the head like, oh, he wants to go home you end up where darth's like okay I know that you tricked me here. This was more of a trap. Come on out, guys. And then you get the Mustafarians there saying, hey, you ended up taking our planet. This is us. This is about us. We're taking it back. And Darth pretty much rips through them and makes me laugh because the last guy pretty much. Darth says, I don't know if you're familiar with the planet, (laughs) but it's got a lot of lava. And I know for a fact it hurts when you go into the lava. And he ends up throwing this guy. This guy suddenly starts pleading and begging. They were talking a lot of crap before this, but he's like, oh, no, please, please. And goes in and seriously, we need the T2 thumbs up. It looks like it's going to happen. It's close. And I'm telling you, I don't know why it would make sense. This guy would give the thumbs up, but it would have made me laugh if you got that. (laughs) It's It's really close. And. uh yeah, so then Darth says, listen, I, I'm too big and powerful for you. I'm going to take you down. He does at the one point try to kill the, the Eye of Weavishbog, who pretty much says, I'm not a total weakling. I can stop you. And then you yeah, have the Mustard Barnes come out. But it ends then in something we haven't seen, right? And that's oh, yeah. with Darth haven't going off this. and getting the call from the Emperor. We have <laughs> already seen this in a book. We already saw the premonition of it. And now we're seeing it come to be, and I think that in a play, Mark Guggenheim's trying to show you, oh look, this stuff is going to happen, this thing is happening right now, oh god, but it's a premonition, it's one of those things, it's the premonition of something that's going to happen three seconds from now, and we've seen it already, so it kind of is a dud of a cliffhanger, especially because it says to be continued in Hidden Empire, which we'll see this scene again, and maybe the timing of this was wrong, maybe it should have come out three weeks ago, but it's when the Emperor gets all the dark. Did you feel the disturbance? Yes, there's a storm in the, the dark side. Oh, my God. And the idea of the Fermata cage has been found. Lady Kira's being a jerk about it. She's going to try to bring back a Sith that's lost from time. And we're going to have a lot of problems. We're going to have to figure this out. Boom, the end To be continued. And this was, for us, I think, a complete waste of time. <laughs> I'm telling I hope that it was at least fun to go through. We also have other things, too. When I didn't want to spoil things with Valance, you do get introduced to this new Bounty Hunter squad, mm-hmm. the Inferno Squadron. And when I say the Inferno Squadron, that sounds awesome. That sounds yes. like, holy crap. Best thing ever. Yeah. When you see them, it's just a guy, two guys and a girl. There's no <laughs> pizza place, but at least you end up two two guys, a girl, and a droid. You have there. They don't even have cool outfits on. There's the, you know what they're doing? They're walking through flames. It looks like, eh. No helmets. No battle scars. No. I don't know why we need to see their faces. Robotic arms. Seriously, they're drawn horribly. Uh. Also, we said that Luke looked bad, but really, Lieutenant Hayden, she Uh. looks god awful. Doesn't even look like she fits in the book. Looks like somebody came in later and doodled her in that's how bad i i know that it sounds mean but this art well, at the one it, point is not not up to par it look really is the vader's helmet right in the middle how bad that is yeah it's everything's off yeah really yeah. i mean and that's supposed to be a big deal and it I looks mean, goofy look at salvador laroca's that's helmet what i was going to say you start one. with salvador laroca oh and then you get to this even the other art is good But this just, it sticks out like a sore thumb. It just doesn't fit. This is something where if you're going to do this art, maybe an all-ages type Yeah, I would say all-ages. You might be able to pull it off there. And even then, it's not going to be the greatest, but not here. Not not in something where they quote-unquote say is the, the greatest thing of all time this year, the most important book. And it just. It's not even just the art itself It's the art around it is so much better And it just, it makes it almost Look laughable, and you have some real Important pages that it deals with Too, which is a shame, so And at the end, it does affect my score A bit, because it's a major part of it But boy, the other stuff, a lot of it, especially Salvador Dali's stuff looks awesome It mm-hmm. looks so good, the colors pop Everything goes, but Overall, this is kind of a nothing issue In my mind, but, you know, you might like it for completists or something but don't think it's going to really catch you up if you haven't been reading all the books you might as well might as well just go listen to us you know fumble through stuff i almost (laughs) said i almost said the the s word there every time we do something i get so it's not that i'm angry but i get so annoyed as we're going through that the curses start to percolate up. (laughs) but what would you give it i I that's think I top, just give right? it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in between a six and a seven. So I think six. I just, I think I go, I think I go, uh, you're going to go six. six. It's my grit six. It's my grit I'm going it's just not it's not my necessary. Grit to six, too. So I had two sixes. And really, I feel bad because now I do think I'm going to have to raise my, did I give six to, I did. I'm, my AFRA score retroactive, I'm going up to six five because that was there better. There you go. It's better it, it was better. I mean, this yeah. is a six. That's a six. That's just kind of a crappy, crappy week. Like, we don't need it. We're reading everything. Yeah, we do not need it. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe somebody, but I don't know. I mean, if you're if you're going into Crimson Dawn stuff, I keep wanting to just say Crimson Dawn, but if you're going into Hidden Empire, you almost need to be reading most of the books anyway. So I don't think this really gets you. A, 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 they'd be better served of just, uh, because seriously, we didn't finish, actually. Because at the end, to really point out the idea <laughs> you end up having at least 10 to 11 pages of Hey, everybody, look at what we did in Darth Vader number 29 or 28. And it just ends up the Star Wars. There's a couple it's of. totally out of context. You wouldn't know any, any of this stuff is. No, it's just, it's just to be like, they think that people aren't reading these books. So they end up like, Oh crap. I want to read that Star Wars. There's, they're showing that issue of, uh, you know, the downtime one, a little break. But yeah, you know, I guess you, you go through <laughs> this and you're like, there's the Star Wars 29. They showed Darth Vader 28, Afra 26, which they barely show anything there. And yeah, and the bounty hunters 28, but not showing much at all, but just giving you the idea. Oh, that's cool. I'll go pick it up. We haven't seen that much in any of the books, but maybe that shows that some of the sales are dipping because they were selling pretty well. All of them, Afra was going down and bounty hunters. Those would be the two that aren't selling yeah. as good, but they were still selling pretty well. Maybe the sales are going down. They want to try to push them up. I don't know didn't affect my score I'm just saying you ended up where if you it's like 40 pages but 10 of them are kind of like hey look at this little adverts with little previews but yeah it's just like you said we didn't really need this and I was hoping to see something that was kind of cool but it wasn't that cool it was a bit of a slog but overall check it out yourself tell us what you think if you want to tell us what you think over at Twitters you can go over to uh at WS Marvel Comics end up following us, we'll follow you back 100%. I don't know if everybody's like ditched off and gone to all those other services. I always hear (laughs) people are leaving like, I ended up I heard about that hive. So I'm like, all right, I'll go over to this hive, see what it's all about. And I set up an account and then I got greedy. I'm like, I want to see if this account has a page. I'm going to grab that one. I was doing that nonsense where I was grabbing all of these user profile names. Ooh, I'm going to be rich later when the Yankees decide to go on Hive. I was me <laughs> laughing at myself. Uh, but, yeah, if you're on Twitter, it is WS Marvel Comics. And check us out. We'll follow you back. Also, go to our website, WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com. Reviews each week for the books to come out. And then go to our Patreon, com slash WeirdScience, where you can get extra stuff, early access to all our stuff. And me and Matt just finished up the Marvel Zombies event. And that was pretty cool So you could even Mm -hmm. listen to that right now If you wanted a lot of other Marvel things as well So with all that, that's it One of our longest episodes in quite some time I hope everybody enjoyed it And thank you Matt And we'll talk to you all later Go read comics You are all weirdos (laughs) Weird science is the revolution
0: Weird science is the revolution It's the revolution.